Welcome to The Edge by MGR with your host, Marissa Jacobus. Hi guys and welcome to The Edge. This is Marissa, your host, speaking. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome. And if you are with us every week, we thank you for continually listening. We keep it interesting and fun and, you know, I like to think I'm a little funny, but you know. (laughs) So anyways, guys, um, this past weekend, I took my dog and my cat on a hike. And they, my dog, he loves hiking. He is so athletic and he's a Doberman and he loves to be outside and... I found this kitten a couple months back in a park, and I decided to keep her. And I don't know, I've always been one of those people that in my mind, I don't want my animals to just be cooped up inside. So I got her a little harness, and I took her out, and she had a great time. She loves exploring and attacking my plants. So I think as I take her out more, she'll become a true adventure cat, just like my dog. So if you guys have any animals, I recommend you taking them out and spending time with them and it makes them really, really happy. So that was my weekend. I know it's already, you know, Thursday, but hey, you know, hopefully you guys can get ready for your weekend and get some outside time because it really does wonders for the soul. Today, I want to talk about housing. I remember a while back I did a millennial podcast and we didn't go too much in depth. I just briefly talked about kind of the changes that are going on with our world, but I really like this topic and I want to expand on it and just go a little more in detail. So let's get started, guys. Have you guys ever heard of Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs? So basically, this means that in order of importance, it goes physiological, safety, social, esteem, and then self-actualization, and then self-transcendence. That's kind of the the level it goes. So basically, we need our food, our shelter, um, water, just all those basic human needs, and then we can focus on like being safe physically, and then we can focus on our social aspect of having friends and fitting in, and then so on and so on. This is just a basis of being a human or any other animal. Sorry, guys, my cat keeps jumping and biting my arm for some reason. (laughs) Her hierarchy of needs is biting me. And this is very, very important. And thankfully, nowadays, most of our needs are met in one way or another. It's not like we live in a third world country where we don't know where our next meal is going to come from or if we're going to have clean drinking water. But one thing that I have been noticing is our need of shelter. As humans, we need a place to call home, to live, and feel safe. If this is in jeopardy or we don't have one, it basically puts our basic needs at risk. So I feel like all of us are basically one paycheck or one one little tiny sliver away from like if one thing goes wrong or we lose our job or, or something happens and we can't pay rent, like we're basically going to be homeless. You know, it's not like we can go live with our parents or some of us can, but Some of us, it's just kind of like, you know, one wrong move and you're on the streets. And, you know, most of us don't know how to survive like that. You know, it's a totally different world. It's a totally different way of life that is really tough and survivalistic. And, you know, we basically go home to our comfy beds and we don't have to worry about much. But while most of us are not in the situation, like I said, we're on the verge of possibly being without a home. 
Rent prices are soaring. Buying a home is nearly impossible. It's illegal to live off of quote-unquote government-owned land. I would totally do that, by the way. It'd be so fun to just, like, go out and build a little house and set up shop. But, you know, there's rules for everything. So we're kind of in a real pickle and have to think quickly and efficiently about how to handle this housing crisis that we're experiencing. So we basically only have three options. We either move, we adapt, or we die if an area isn't meeting our needs. Thankfully, we have a lot of technology and brains at our disposal. So while the housing market and economy may be failing us, we are rising up and being more creative about our living options because I feel like if if our comfort, if our safety, if whatever starts to become, you know, at risk that we're like, oh, heck no, we're going to figure it out because, like I said, we don't want to have to be on the streets fighting for, like, whatever, you know? So why is the housing market and rent basically in the toilet? You can think rising mortgage rates, which decrease affordability for potential buyers, high demand for housing, and a shortage on for sale inventory to build homes. So this, along with rising costs in rent due to high demand and record low supply of homes for sale, we are basically stuck in a loop of renting that we can never seem to get out of. I have so many friends who all they want to do is buy a home. They're like newly married. They want a family. And they're just like, man, I just, you know, I can't afford a home and I could barely afford rent, but they're kind of stuck. It's like they can't reach that next level because they're so stuck putting all their money into rent, which isn't really going to benefit their future. It's just, you know, a temporary place to live. As rent keeps increasing, our living wage isn't seeming to rise at the same rate, which causes some of us to look for alternative ways to live. Especially young adults who are trying to figure it out, kind of figure out a new maneuver in this world that has been established. We're trying to, like I said in the millennial podcast, we're trying to pave a new path just because this whole graduate college, buy a home, have kids, have a good job. It's not really in the cards for us as well. I mean, it's doable, but I mean, the American dream is changing, guys. Let's just face it. And along with that, everything else is going to change and shift and and might not be at our disposal like it once was for other generations. So are we going to be able to afford rent, a house? Will we be able to have a family? These are all questions that we're struggling with and trying to find the best solution. Thankfully, people have stepped up and new housing trends are coming forward, which is super exciting that we have options instead of just, here's our two options. We either are homeless or we rent a way overpriced apartment or house that's ridiculously high. Because like I said, we all want a good a good quality of life. So here's just a couple options that I found interesting. And one of those options is shipping container homes. People are looking to save money with prefabricated and modular homes with lower construction and maintenance cost. And on top of that, we are wanting to contribute to saving the environment. Whoops, sorry guys. By recycling. But is a shipping container the best option? What's so great about them is that they're easy to transport. They're prefabricated design. I can't say prefabricated. There we go. I was trying to say fabric or something. Prefabricated designs and a predictable cost. The bad is it's not really effective recycling due to using containers that are in good shape that could be used to transport goods again and again. So it's not like we're taking the old rusty dumpy ones that are basically taking up space and using those to build homes. We're taking like the good clean in shape ones, which I don't know if that's necessarily recycling, you know? And on top of that, there's way more steel in a shipping container than you need to build a home. 
If recycled as steel, it can make steel studs for 14 framed houses the same size. How, how, I don't, yeah, see, it's not really great at recycling, you know, and structural issues and the limit of space and the shape of the container. Those are also factors you have to think of. Like, you know, the sides are probably super stable, but the roof probably isn't, isn't going to hold. So you have to put more money into building a better roof and just kind of modifying it. And while the cost depends on so many factors, including size and type of finishes and whatever, all the bells and whistles that you want, it would be far cheaper if you could build it yourself because many pre-manufactured container homes have a high price tag, almost equivalent to that of buying a normal home. So if I had the option between a container house or, you know, a regular home, I'd probably choose a regular home if they were going to be the same size. The second option, which I think is so cool and I really want one, tiny homes. I don't know if you guys have seen the show on HGTV. I think it's called Tiny Living or something like that. But it's like these companies that build little tiny homes. And oh my gosh, they are beautiful. They are so beautiful. Basically, the the reason for a tiny home is downsizing the space that you live in to live simply and live with less. So it's more of a minimalistic way of living. Basically, you you take what you need, you have what you need, because first of all, you don't have a lot of space. So while a typical house is around 2,600 square feet, a typical tiny home is around 100 to 400 square feet. That is a huge difference. So you can't have all this camping gear, all this all this crazy stuff that you can have in a regular home won't fit in this tiny home. So I feel like it helps you live a lot simpler and um, with intention. While you have to have a place to put your tiny home, whether you rent a lot from a friend or from a company or you even have your own land, which would be pretty cool, that's probably the biggest hurdle with the tiny homes. So if you have that figured out, the rest is probably pretty easy besides the money aspect, but we'll get into that in a sec. And the biggest advantage of having a tiny home is the huge financial advantages of the freedom to live the lifestyle you want to live. I feel like most people who opt for tiny homes love to be outdoors, they love to to put money into experiences instead of materialistic things from what I've seen and most Americans pay one-third to half their income in rent how crazy is that like the moment you get your check you basically put half aside it's not for you it's not for your future it's to live where you are in that moment and that's it there's no really investment in that so while the upfront cost of a tiny home can be anywhere from 10,000 to 40,000 the cost of upkeep is pretty low That's basically like buying a really nice car to live in, (laughs) you know, like the other cool part of getting a tiny home is 78% of people own their home, 78%, something that most people can only dream of. And the the other downside to owning a, a tiny home is lack of space, finding a place to put it and having way too much money in your pocket. Like who wants that? That's a big problem. Not really. If you can figure these out, Like, imagine being, like, a young adult, maybe you're just married, maybe you're single, whatever, and you save up, and you buy your little tiny home, and you have a house. And even if you want to go buy a bigger house, like, you have the option to save. That's that's an option for you. This um, one girl I was reading about who lives a tiny home life, she literally pays 15 bucks a month for her house. That's what she pays. 15 bucks a month. Everything else, like... You know, maybe she pays for electricity and and just living situation, whatever. But other than that, like $15. Imagine what you can do. Like your hard-earned money you can use to live the life that you want to live. 
So that option to me is the most appealing. That just sounds so cool. The third option is van life. I'd say this is the most nomadic out of all of these options. Van living is great for those who want to travel and live a very minimalistic life, especially if you have a job that allows you to work remotely or online. And if you're super adventurous and you love to just live that free life where you wake up every day in a new place and you're looking at mountains one day, the next day you're in the desert, the next day you're at the beach, like whatever you want, you have that freedom. And not many people live this way in the long run. That's just due to having to continuously move, no bathroom, no shower. Um, The wear and tear on your vehicle is a big thing. You know, you get something goes wrong and not only are you out of a car, but you're out of a home as well. So these are things you really need to think about and also be realistic. Am I a person who can live like that? Can I handle that? To me, I think that'd be fun to do as like a vacation or even for like a month just to like have a long road trip, but I don't think that I can handle it as like a lifestyle just because I hate going to bed dirty. I love to shower every day and I don't, I don't know. I don't think I could hang with that. I don't. But while these options are pretty great and give way to saving money and having financial freedom to invest in experiences instead of possessions, it may not be for everybody. So if you're sick of playing the renting game and being at the mercy of rental companies and landlords who don't have your best interests in mind, then you might want to seriously start saving for that house or look into alternate alternative living situations. As humans, we will adapt and not give up our desire to have a place to live. We want a good life. We want that home, you know, a place to call home. So these are just some cool, interesting things that I came across, guys, and hopefully that's you find it interesting as well. And maybe even you could come across something that appeals to you. And also on top of this, um, one of my friends showed me this article on this company that's built. I don't think it's, um, it's happening yet, but they're in the process of making it happen is building 3d homes. So basically it's a giant 3d printer and it like prints your house out and you have a house in like 24 to 48 hours. It's still in the works. It's not a thing yet, but I can put the link to that in the show notes and you guys can go check that website out and get more information. I just wanted to share a little tidbit and I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and have a great rest of your day.